All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. Hey everyone, welcome to Front Porch Swingers. I'm Brenna. I'm Brian. This episode of FPS is brought to you by our partners, altplayground.net. They have an amazing way to check out their site. Right now, you can jump on for three days for $3.99. If you are looking to try it out without a huge commitment, this is the perfect way to do it. And three days is plenty of time to see all of the features, the amazing people, and the ways that Alt Playground is growing. So we definitely recommend that you give them a try. Once you are on there, make sure that you come say hello to us in our community called Front Porch Swingers. It is 400 plus people strong. We're sharing comment threads on episodes, exclusive pictures, and so much more. So we hope that you'll come say hello to us. We just know that you'll love Alt Playground as much as we do, which is why they want you to jump on and give it a try. Yeah, absolutely. And there's so much coming up with Alt Playground and FPS. You are not going to want to miss it. Yes. Next week's episode, guys, big news from Alt Playground and FPS. So please stay tuned for that. We cannot wait to share it with you. We also want to say a very big thank you to Luxury Lifestyle Charters. Listen, big events right now are a challenge. You know what's not a challenge? Getting together with seven of your closest lifestylers in a controlled environment on a beautiful 100-foot yacht, which is exactly what Luxury Lifestyle Charters is offering. It's an amazing, one-of-a-kind experience. You can get all of the details by heading to LuxuryLifestyleCharters.com. If you end up booking, make sure you tell them FPS sent you for a free case of champagne. Yeah, it is an amazing vessel we'll be on in a couple of months, and... And for the cost of what it would cost you to, to have a ocean view room at a resort, uh, you can be on your own 100-foot yacht, as you said, with some friends, close friends, and basically have a custom-tailored vacation to you. Absolutely. So check it out. All right. So should we get to Single Guy Tip of the Week first? Or? Yes, because it is epic. Okay. All right. It's good. Yeah. So here's the thing. Okay. I don't think there's anything wrong with having on your bios that you're interested in something casual, especially when you're reaching out to a hot wife, because the reality is I like casual sex. Yes. You know, not overly casual. I don't want to like just come to your house and suck your cock and leave, but... I'm okay with there not being anything more than that, obviously. It doesn't need to be an emotional connection, just a human connection. Correct. So a guy reached out to me recently on a site. We matched with each other on there. And his bio explicitly states that he's looking for something casual. No problem. Super attractive guy. I was like, I'm interested. So we connected. He messaged me. And the first message he sends is, so you read my bio, right? Yeah. And I said, yeah, I I understand you're looking for something casual. That's totally fine as long as you bring something awesome to the table. That's how I put it. Right. He responds with, well, what do you want me to bring to the table? Hold on. I have to read the rest of it because it's too good to not. No, you have to read it verbatim. It's the best. (laughs) What exactly do you want me to bring to the table? I'll eat your pussy for half an hour before we fuck. I'll play with your asshole with my tongue. I'll let you fuck me. Yeah. That was his response. I was like, you're fucking joking me, right? Like, this is a joke. Yeah, I can't. This is not a real thing. I'm being <laughs> You'll pumped. let me fuck you. Oh, my God. How 
fucking kind of you. Yeah, how thoughtful. Yeah, look, you can do one of two things. You can be an asshole, right? Right. Or you can have sex with a hot wife. Right. You can't do both. You shouldn't be able to. You shouldn't be able to do both. You can't be a total fucking moron and get a key to the kingdom. Right. You can do one or the other. <laughs> you can't do both. Well, I think this was a guy who wanted so desperately to throw out there that he's into the casual sex. Like, he was just desperate. Yeah, because he's so fucking amazing, you just won't be able to let him go. Exactly. Like, just so you know, it's just sex. And I really have to get that across. And in fact, I have to send this incredibly explicit, weird message to you to let you know that this is just sex. Right. Yeah, that, w- that that didn't come across in your bio that I clearly read. Right, right. Well, and I think that there's something to be said for you. Uh, it's totally okay for you to say you want casual sex. There are people out there that are also going yeah, to want 100%. casual sex and who are going to want to connect with you as a result of that. Right. But casual doesn't mean that you get to talk however you want to somebody. Yeah, listen, single guy tip of the week. Casual does not mean asshole. Yes. Casual doesn't mean you get to put a period on it by being an asshole. Right. That doesn't work. You know, so what he got for his trouble? He got blocked. Exactly. You know, that's what you get. He got to go fuck yourself. (laughs) He could easily, in a very respectful way, have explained to you that, you know, in no uncertain terms, I just want something casual. Yeah. He did not have to do what he did because it's just ignorant. Right. I will also say casual does not equal immediate sex or it shouldn't. Right. If that's your thing, that's awesome. But for the vast majority of people that are looking for casual sex, they still want to know you as a person. They still want to have some understanding of who you are without clothes on. Yeah. And I think there's a huge difference between casual and immediate banging. Right. Yeah. Casual doesn't mean you don't know my name or any of that shit. We're just going to meet up, take our clothes off and that's, that's it. That's stranger play. And that's also a thing, that's but that's very, very different than casual. Yeah. And if, and casual can be that certainly, but it can also be, hey, let's meet for a drink or a cup of coffee, talk for 15 or 20 minutes, see if there's a vibe and chemistry and then go from there. Yeah. Certainly don't have to be an asshole. You also don't even have to fucking buy my drink. Like, you know what I mean? Right. I'll buy my own damn drink, but be respectful to me. Yeah, absolutely. There's There has to be a level of respect. Yeah. And that's a lot of what we're going to talk about today. So yeah, I mean, it's just, that was just crazy. There's so many recently, really so many single guy tip of the week opportunities. It's hard to choose them, but that one was pretty, pretty egregious. I thought that was good. It was pretty good. Yeah. So don't be an asshole. You only get to be an asshole or you get to bang a hot wife. You get to do one of those two things. Or yes, not and or. Yes, or. <laughs> not both. Or. Choose one. Yep, exactly. Yeah, too much. So we need to talk some updates. We have some a lot things going of stuff on in to our, talk about. Some things going on in our world that I'm super excited to share. Yes. Which would you like to talk about first? The fact that I have a date tomorrow? Yeah, let's start there. Yeah, yeah. I have a date with a woman tomorrow. It's weird. It feels weird. I did not expect that to happen. No. Fully expected the, the poly component, the dating component to come from your side of the table. Yeah, I know. And our listeners know too, because you mentioned it like five times. And what I kept saying is like, just be open, just be open to it. I just, I'm right this week. You got to hear you're right last week or the week before. (laughs) I feel like I need to hear an I'm right this time. You're 100% right. Thank you. 100%. (laughs) Yes. I have a date tomorrow. It's very, it feels weird because it's the, you know, it's my very first date. It's my first, first date since our first date. Right. (laughs) So it's weird. It seems very strange. 
it's a little weird for me too. I'm not going to lie. I'm not jealous. I'm not upset about it at all. In fact, I think it's fucking awesome, but it's weird because it's never happened. It's a first. Yeah, there's a lot of firsts, obviously, that we've experienced as of late. Not this, notwithstanding. So yeah, it's interesting. I, you know, I'm. It's got. I've got that like first date kind of anxiety with a whole lot more thrown into the mix because I, you and I have a very unique relationship, and I was not expecting this to be the case. Right. I expected it to be 100% you going on these first dates. I did not expect it to be me. <laughs> so what made you want to to actually go on a date then? I just thought it's an opportunity. Certainly, we we seemed she and I seemed to click very well for the in the amount of time we communicated, and then she knows obviously our dynamic. She was involved in a in a, a couple type situation before. It was not awesome. The experience for her was not awesome. But as I explained to her, our relationship is we are open. We are not necessarily looking for a third person. You and I kind of date and play separately. So there's always the possibility that there could be a third person, but not necessarily for both of us type situation. And right. that's that's not what this would be. And so, yeah, I mean, it all seemed to, to gel very well. And, you know, she's about an hour away from us in a smaller town even than ours. So I will be meeting her in her town tomorrow for drinks and potentially dinner if it all goes well. So We'll see. And this, I should say, is not a casual date, a casual sex situation. No, this you're is, not going to hook up with her. No, I am going to meet her for a drink to, as a get to know you type thing and see if it's going to go any further. That is all this is. Oh. It's interesting. For sure. I'm excited for you. I'm excited because it feels like you're opening yourself up to opportunities. And I mean, I have obviously done that in a lot of different ways recently and it felt really good. So I'm excited for you to have that same opportunity. Yeah, there's a, listen, we've done a lot of firsts. Certainly I have as of late. Not all of which we're going to talk about today because there's just so much. And it's, it's you know, our relationship is ever evolving, truly ever evolving. Yeah. I did not expect us in the beginning necessarily to get to the poly point, which we certainly have and are. Certainly did not expect it to be me going on a first date <laughs> as quickly as you certainly have gone on a first and even a second date with a, a solo poly guy. Right. So yeah, it's it's really very, very interesting. It's very exciting. We talked about it last night over dinner and it's... Uh, I mean, our dynamic is not necessarily changed, but certainly our outlook on relationships has changed. Yeah, we don't discount anything. No. no. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. No, and we actually were just talking to friends and listeners of ours a, a little bit ago here this morning. Yeah, we interviewed them, Andrew and Mara. We love them. Yeah, and we were talking to them about the the idea of like, if you're open to things, things are just going to kind of fall into your lap instead of going out and searching for things or expecting certain things. A lot of times, if you're just open to new experiences, they're going to find you. And I think that's what this situation is. Yeah, absolutely. It's We were not expecting... I certainly was not expecting what I have found in having a date with this woman tomorrow. It just happened. It was just like, oh, that's an opportunity. I didn't see that coming. Yeah. And, and you, you seem to digitally anyway, really get along. So yeah, yeah. She sent me a video of her yesterday, of herself yesterday, an event she was at at a wedding. Yeah, very sweet. I mean, very easy to talk to or at least communicate with at this point. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be it's going to be interesting. First of first and foremost, it's a first date with a, with a woman. I have not done that in the better part of three years. Yeah. It's weird. Fucking weird. Yeah. So stay Have you tuned. thought about what it's going to be like for me? Are you concerned at all? Yeah. Well, also, well, so, you know, you talk about how, how unique and amazing our dynamic is. So I was like, so what are you going to do last night when you and I were at dinner? What are you going to do while I'm on a date tomorrow? And you're like, I don't know, probably get fucked. 
Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, cool. So yeah, there'll probably be that call, going on. Have a booty call. Yeah, yeah, there's probably that that's going to happen. You know, calling one of your single guy friends. So yeah, I mean, that's just the amazing part of, of our relationship. Just one amazing part of it. It's like, I was obviously, initially you get that concern. I'm like, oh, how is Brendan going to feel about this? I don't know what this is even going to sound like going on a date with a woman. And I talked to you about it first and you're like, yes, go. What are you, you know, what are you doing? Why Were not? Were you nervous to bring it up? Well, I mean, it's it's different. I wasn't expecting it. Certainly, I didn't even know that it would happen. I had no idea. It never occurred to me. It just did not occur to me. Yeah. You know? Certainly, I could tell you were nervous about saying something to me. Certainly not a woman with whom you and I were both not going to, to meet or potentially play with. It wasn't that kind of situation. No, of course. Completely so, different. Yeah. This is a very different situation. But you told me and I was like, hell yes, yeah, do it. This sounds great. So I'm I'm so pumped for you. Yeah, it's going to be, I'm excited about it. So it's becoming a little bit more, it's becoming a little easier to digest at this point now that we've been talking about it for a week. Yeah. What was so funny this week is uh, Mistress K, who's also been on our show before, reached out and was like, you guys need to go listen to this interview you did on another podcast like a year and a half ago and right. hear how much you have changed and how much your relationship has changed. Did you listen so to I it? did. And holy fuck, it was like we were, I didn't even recognize the people we were back then. Really? Seriously. I'll have to listen to it. I'm not, I didn't hear it. First of all, we said we would never be Polly. Did we really? <laughs> yeah. How funny. Like, I just can't see how that would ever be a thing. <laughs> wow. Just a year ago. A year and a half. How funny. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, listen, it, we, as we just talked with our friends about, this is an ever evolving thing when you open your mind up to all the possibilities. We have stopped trying to force anything or dictate anything and just really let it happen. Well, I think to me, it's proof that it's a constant journey. You're on a constant journey when you have the mindset that we have right now, which is just, let's see what comes of things. Well, yeah. And, and because of that, it's like, it's constantly evolving. There's constantly new things that are coming into play and it's exciting rather than scary. And because of that, they just keep coming. Well, and also it's having the, it's having the right partner, having the right relationship. Did we, we just had a conversation with some folks and, and realized you had a conversation with some folks and we realize just how typical bad relationships are. Yeah. I mean, and then when you were, what you told me was so egregious, I just thought, wow, this is a, I guess it's stereotypical for the most part. It was kind of, it's kind of the norm. It's the standard. It's toxic jealousy is what you're referring yeah, to. Yeah. It was fucking terrible what yeah. you were telling me. And I thought, man, that sounds so foreign to me at this point. Three years ago, maybe it wouldn't have been as far for me, mind blowing is is what as it feels now. But certainly, it's like how did how the fuck does that even happen? Like how do you not evolve through that? And then because some people don't want to or, well, or have the capacity to right, and they don't have the they don't think they can. They don't have the, you know, the intestinal fortitude to try. But you know, then you look at a situation like we're in, and it's like, man, I, I couldn't imagine living that way, not having a partner who is uber supportive of everything. How about this? Not only supportive, and I'm referring to you, of course, you, you don't just support me in the things that, that are important to me. It's almost like you open the door to begin with. Yeah. I'm your cheerleader. Yeah. You're like, Hey, th this is something that's obviously part of you. You should definitely pursue it kind of thing. Yeah. You know, it's a, that's a big deal. I don't, it's unfortunate that more people don't have that. Yeah. You know? I agree. In other words, you're lucky. So next time I I'm am. a total pain in the ass, you just remember this conversation. <laughs> yeah, kind of like getting your hair dye in my travel kit. I'll totally not even bother. Yeah, I ruined that. your travel kit this yeah, week. Yeah, it's orange now, but whatever. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fortunately, I have another one. I opened it up. I was like, someone bled all over my travel kit. No, what has happened? Just Brenna's super red hair dye. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I don't even know how you got it in there. 
<laughs> I don't, let's not even talk about that situation, okay? It looked like someone had been murdered in our bathroom. Yeah, I'm like, what happened in here? Because <laughs> my travel kit was closed. I don't know how you got it inside of it. So anyway, yeah. But my hair looks good. It does look good. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing to have a willing and appreciative and openly eager partner to share things with. That's a huge thing. I really wish more people had that. Yeah, we're very, you know? very lucky. Yeah, we have a lot going on. We're going to talk about... Your latest interaction with your new friend, Dean. Yes. With, that's, what, that's what we're calling him, Dean. Yes. And you got to see him again as of recently. Friday. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about that. Because okay. I still don't have all the details. What we did have was crazy fucking hot sex when I got home from work. And I was like, I just can't wait. This has to happen. And toys everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. It looks like our toy chest blew up in our bedroom. Yeah. yeah. That's how you know it was a good play session. Yes. That's absolutely how you know. <laughs> in my world anyway. Yeah. So I will say since the last time Dean and I saw each other, we have been talking daily. And a lot of it has been sexually explicit and a lot of it has been BDSM in nature. And it was kind of this all week long, this buildup of like, what's going to happen next time we see each other? Because there's just so much that we were talking about. We were talking about interests and things that really turn me on and safe words. And so it was everything from super hot, naughty shit all the way to safety protocols. And I fucking loved that. A, because it shows me he has the experience, which was clear during this play session. But B, it just totally puts me at ease because I feel like I can be myself and I can just focus on the fun. Well, he also has the vocabulary. He gets it. Again, he's a drop older. He's my age. He's experienced. He has the vocabulary. He's got the the sexual acumen and IQ. That changes everything. It really does. Yeah. Totally comfortable with him. So anyway, that's what's been happening all week long. So then... At the end of the week, we were once again planning a session for Monday or Tuesday evening. Some things came up in his schedule where he was like, that's going to be really hard for me to make those days work. I don't really want to wait two weeks to see you because the next available day would have been the following Friday. So two weeks since we had first seen each other. And he said, if you have any time this afternoon, which was Friday, I would be totally down. I know that's kind of short notice. And I'm like, Fuck no, I'm going to make it work. I had a ton going on, so many different moving parts and pieces, but I was like, I'm going to make it work. Of course you were. (laughs) Because I was so excited to see him and I was so excited to see how our conversations and our connection would manifest itself into a true BDSM scene. Because if you guys will remember the last time we talked about Dean, it was a fairly vanilla interaction. There was a little bit of aggression and a little bit of like pulling and those types of things. Primal stuff. Yeah. But definitely not a BDSM play scene in my opinion. Okay. So I was excited for that. I'm like, we're going to make it work. So Friday afternoon comes, I text him about an hour before he's supposed to get here. And I said, would you prefer for us to hang out for a little bit? Or do you want to go straight to play? And he said, I'm open to whatever you want to do. And I said, I want you to come up the stairs and go into the bedroom and and come find me in there. Right. So you're going to leave the front door open, obviously. And he knows where he's going. Exactly. So also, I should say this. He told me what to wear. Yeah, he wanted you to wear the same thing you wore the first time. He said, I want, and I said, I'm going to be in lingerie. He said, I want you to be in the same piece you were in last time. And I want you to be waiting on your knees in the bedroom. That's what he told me. 
Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> and so I'm like, I'm going to fucking test this. If you're going to give me a task and act as if there is some sort of punishment for me not doing said task, I need to know if you're serious. Right. Because I feel like a lot of guys want to take on that dom energy and tell you what to do, but they don't have the balls to follow up well, with Well, you're it. also insolent and sassy, which he needs to know. I'm a brat. I'm not a sub, okay? No. I'm a bottom and I'm a brat. Yes, Which you are. means I'm going to test the limits as much as humanly possible. Well, yeah, because you benefit from being tested yeah pushed absolutely so anyway i purposefully did not wear the same outfit i knew which outfit i had worn before it was similar it was a black the last time i wore a black corset that tied in the back and it had like lace over the tit area and this time i wore a black leather dress that zips all the way up right which i love and if he wasn't paying attention could easily have been mistaken for the corset so it was interesting that you wore that piece yeah i really wanted to test him yeah wanted to see what he was made of so but i did get on my knees he texted me and said i'm coming up are you ready i said yes so i was in the bedroom on my knees in the wrong outfit (laughs) and exactly what he did not ask you to wear So he opens the door to the bedroom and he's like, oh, you're in, you're in the position I wanted you in. That's great. Um, what's with the outfit? (laughs) (laughs) Immediately knew. And I said, oh, I just thought this was more fitting today. And he said, well, it's not more fitting if I told you to wear the other piece, is it? (laughs) And he said it with this look on his face that was like playful, yet I knew he wanted to beat my ass. And he probably kind of knew that you weren't going to wear the outfit. I'm assuming there was probably a part of him that was hoping and he was thinking, she's not going to do what I asked her to do. (laughs) Oh, I'm also getting ahead of myself. He told me to lay out some things. So he asked if I had a ball gag. I said, yes. He said, have that out. He said, I want you to pick two impact instruments and your favorite toy. Okay. So I had our neoprene paddle. I had our purple and black heavy thuddy flogger and I had clothespins because that is my favorite toy. The zipper. I saw the zipper. I I had the zipper out. We didn't end up using that. I more so was just trying to find as many clothespins as I possibly could. I could only find like six of them. So I thought, you know, if need be, we'd undo the zipper temporarily. Right. But yeah, so that's what I had sitting out. So he comes in, he remarks on the outfit. He's like, you did get the toys out. Thank you very much for that. And I said, you're welcome. So then he pulls out his cock and I immediately start sucking it. And he's like, did I say that you could suck my cock? And I'm like, no. And he's like, and I said, does that mean I can't? And he goes, well, you can right now, but you're going to be punished for not listening to me. Again. (laughs) So, and I will say this entire thing was super hot because he was so confident in it. There was no crackly voice there was no second guessing himself it was obvious that he had done this before that he enjoyed it that this is kind of his natural state that dom aggressive energy and i fucking feed off of that shit yeah that's what you've been you really really wanted to get back into that space you and i you know we play in a in a primal kind of space an impact space and our sex is rough and and aggro for sure but you really wanted to be more in that bdsm space and in the scene space yeah, the true scene. And that's what he created here. So so anyway, I'm sucking his cock. And then he pulls away from me for a second and he goes and gets the ball gag. And he puts the gag on me and he does it in this. It was really interesting because it was aggressive, but it didn't feel angry or anything like that. You know what I mean? It was like he was just very forceful. Very direct. Yeah. So that was hot. He puts it on, you know, buckles it in the back, ties it pretty tight. 
And and he's like, I think you're in for it now. So then he like he didn't pull down his pants when I was sucking his cock. He literally just like unzipped and like took right. his cock out. So his pants are still on and he pulls some rope out of his back pocket. Oh wow. I was so turned didn't on by that. that. It was that. so sexy. So he tie, he has me put my hands in front and he ties them in front of me and he tells me to go and lay down on the bed. So I am now gagged and my hands are tied in front of me. No, you're back. I'm laying on my back. My dress is still on. He hikes my dress up over my hips. So my pussy and my ass are now exposed and he starts biting my thighs, which you know, I fucking love. Yes, I do know. And it like started off just a nibble here and there. And then he straight up bit. It was a hard bite. And then he did the exact same thing on the other side. And of course, at this point, all I am thinking is, oh my God, I need you to lick my pussy. Like this needs to fucking happen. For sure. And he is teasing the shit out of me. At one point, he puts one hand on each of my ass cheeks. Right. And almost kind of like lifts me up. So I'm thinking, okay, he's like serving my pussy up to his fucking mouth here, right? I assume that's what's happening. Nope. He goes goes back to more teasing so he starts breathing heavy on my pussy before biting my thighs again well that's because you were insolent and that's what you got exactly so he goes you do realize this is a punishment right naturally and i just said mm-hmm. of course i can't talk because i have the gag in and he goes good i want you to be aware <laughs> which was so fucking hot so he's like kneading my ass and biting me and breathing on my thighs breathing on my pussy but not touching my pussy at all so this goes on for literally like 10 minutes. It probably felt like an hour. Okay, then he like takes his hands out from under my ass and starts very lightly like touching my pussy lips, just literally a fingertip going up and down. That's it. And my legs at this point are shaking. I am so full of anticipation and anxiety. I'm like, oh my God, what is going on? Why are you doing this to me? Of course, I know why. You know fully well why he's doing it to you. (laughs) So then he says, if I lick your pussy, that means I'm going to punish you more afterwards. Do you want me to lick your pussy? And I said, yes. Well, you said, you you could say yes. Uh huh. And he said, okay. So then he starts licking my pussy and immediately it's this super hard suction on my clit. Like he's really going to town on it because at this point he knows how bad I want it. Sure. And he wants to give it to me, but he also wants to continue to fucking punish me. So he licks all my pussy, sucks on my pussy, on my clit and makes me come so fucking hard. It was explosive. It literally only took maybe 45 seconds. It wasn't even a minute. And... (laughs) (laughs) then so you know i'm shaking all over the place and it was super delightful and then he has me get up and i put my hands above my head and he says i want you to lay over the bed so in other words i'm my ass is up i'm turned around the other way so my ass is completely exposed to him my hands are still tied but above my head and i am completely on the bed and he grabs the flogger and asks me if i remember my safe words and i said "Uh (laughs) uh-huh And he starts flogging my ass. And what I loved about this, and nothing against anyone that that starts really slow or anything like that, but I think we had such a good discussion about how much I love impact play, how much I'm into the pain play, that he felt confident to start hard. So he did. And I fucking loved that. Because once again, it's confidence. It's sexy to me that he feels okay to pick that up and really wield it. Well, it also means that he paid attention to the conversations that you had about 
safe words and impact and you know just how much you can take and all those things yep exactly so he is going to town with this flogger he's using it on my ass on my thighs my thighs are so much more sensitive than any other part of my body when you flog me so of course i'm squeaking every time he hits me hard there and at one point he stops and he's like is that a he said good squeak and i said mm-hmm. and he said okay good and he keeps going and Oh my God, it was fucking delightful. And he's hitting hard and in just the right spot. So in other words, he's not hitting over and over and over again on my ass or over and over and over again on my thighs. He knows to mix it up. He knows that he's creating all sorts of different sensations depending on where he's hitting. And also he did a really good job of not hitting the same direction over and over again. In other words, if you're off to my side and you're flogging me from the side over and over, that's completely different than if you're flogging from the side and then you're flogging up and down and then you're flogging at an angle. All of those things with the flogger create different sensations. Once again, why we always recommend flogging as an amazing impact tool because there's a million different things you can do with it. Yeah, and also that purple and black flogger, that those there, it's thick, so it's very thuddy, very heavy. It's not a stingy kind of thing. You can take a lot more of that. A lot. I mean, he is by the end of it, he is hitting me so hard that it I'm feeling it on the front because of the pressure of the flogger coming down on me. Right. I know. Oh my God. It was so fucking hot. I lost myself. I was so fuzzy. In fact, before we started the podcast, I'm like, there's a spot in here where I kind of lose things. Sure. And this is that spot as he's flogging me. I wouldn't necessarily call it subspace, but it's more so just completely fuzzy. It's almost like you feel like you're drunk in that moment. Oh, it's a euphoric moment. You're just in that moment and really not there's nothing else around. Yeah. You're not hearing or seeing anything else. So I know at one point he stopped using the flogger and picked up and started using the paddle, but I don't even remember the the beginning of the paddling. I just remember the end of the paddling when he was like, your ass is glowing and it looks so beautiful right now. And that's when I kind of came to in, in regard and was like, oh, I've been getting paddled this whole time too. Yeah, and too. that paddle's no bullshit. That neoprene paddle, it's like a it's like the old school blackjack. I mean, it's, it's heavy. Heavy. Yeah. But I was so into it in that moment that I don't even remember it hurting with the paddle. I just remember feeling so good in that moment. It's been a long time since I've had an impact session like that, that lasted that long. I mean, this was probably 15 to 20 minutes of paddling and flogging. Right. So, oh, it was very delightful. (laughs) So where'd you go from there? So then he said, do you want me to use your favorite toy on you now? And I was like, "Mm mm-hmm, which is obviously the only thing left out is the clothespins. Right. Okay, so I said, mm-hmm, and he takes the, the ball gag out of my mouth, and he goes, I want you to tell me what you want me to do, and I said, I want you to put the clothespins on me, and he goes, did you wear the outfit that you were supposed to wear today? And I said, no, and he said, so do you think that you deserve that? <laughs> of course, you said yes. And I said, yeah, of course I deserve it, and he said, no, the right answer is you don't deserve it because you didn't do as I asked. <laughs> oh, my God, and I loved it. I could feel my pussy getting wet in that moment because I love that. I love when someone can take charge like that. He isn't fucking afraid of the situation. It, oh, my God, it turned me on so much. So, of course, I didn't get the clothespins. <laughs> uh, well, and as well you shouldn't have because you were insolent and sassy like you are always. So, and this is really sexy, too. At this point, I'm still, my hands are still tied above my head, right? He leans his entire body weight on me and starts whispering in my ear that he is now going to use me. 
because I told him that I love the feeling of being used during sex. It was something we had once again discussed in our previous text messages to each other throughout the week. Right. So he leans into me. He's untying my hands and he leans in and whispers in my ear, I'm going to use you now and it's going to be for me, not for you. (laughs) Nice. So hot. So he tells me to flip over. I'm now on my back. He unzips my dress most of the way. So my tits are now hanging out. Yeah, I love that thing. He puts on a condom and he gets on top of me and starts fucking me. And it was needy. Like it was that needy, carnal fucking. I knew in that moment that he wanted it just as much as I did. You could tell by the way he was pumping into me, by the look on his face. He has this look of like, he's so fucking into the idea of being inside of me right now, which I really, really like. Is there still this kind of thing? Like when you first, the first time you guys played together uh, and you were sucking his cock, you said you guys had like this intense connection, eye contact. contact. Is that something that's still happening? A hundred percent. Really? Like throughout play for the most part? um, No, mostly just this time when he was fucking me, I would say for the most part, I was laid over and couldn't see him. When applicable, I mean, is that kind of a thing that's happening? Yeah, there was a lot of eye contact, especially while he was fucking me. When he was on top of me, fucking me, he was staring at my face the entire time. And I liked that because I don't like when people like close their eyes too much or it's almost like they're trying not to have that connection with you. They're not there in that moment yeah they're not as present he was very present and the way that he was looking at me was very it made he made it very obvious that he wanted me and that you know how i am i love that i love feeling that way so that was really hot so he fucked me on top for a while and i came and he said now i get to fuck the way i want and i want you to ride my cock and i said okay (laughs) little does he know you do too i love it so he i got off he got off of me He laid down on the bed. I got on top of him. I was riding him and I realized I was, I didn't even realize I was doing it until a little ways down the road, but I was bouncing this ass off of him so fucking hard and fast and rough. Oh my God. I'm sure he noticed it because it's (laughs) a lot of ass. At one point I was like, oh my God, this booty's going all over the place because I was just going at it. I was going to work on that cock. Yes, I'm sure you were. (laughs) It was so fucking hot. And I was like leaning into him and like kissing on his neck and grabbing onto him. He's grabbing onto me the entire time. He has his hands either on my shoulders or on my ass. Very aggressive touching. And I loved that too. And God, it just felt, everything just melded so well together during this interaction. Right. So fairly quickly after I'm bouncing off of his cock, he tells me he's going to come. And he says, do you want me to come? And I said, yes. (laughs) And so he came hard and a lot (laughs) for a long time. And it was just so hot. Then I tell him, this is actually really hot. I said, "What? tell me when you want me to get off of your cock. And he said, you need to stay right where you're at for a second. So I just stayed on him and he just continued to like touch me. But the second he came, it became significantly more sensual touching. All of a sudden it was like he was running his fingers up and down my back. He was kind of like grabbing onto my arms, but not super aggressive, more so just like kneading my arms with his fingers. Just keeping you in place basically. Yeah, it was really hot. So finally he says, I should get off. (laughs) So I do. And he goes into the bathroom and takes off the condom, cleans himself up a little bit. And then he comes and lays next to me. And very similar to how it's been with regular play partners in the past, just so comfortable. We go from aggressive flogging and paddling and fucking and all of these things to 
talking about pop culture and movies and what's going on in our town and yeah so weird his, and then his he was, he was talking about the volunteer work that he does and yeah yeah, yeah. that's interesting and it was immediate it was an immediate switch between the two there was no weird awkward leg between the two it just it flowed everything flowed from one thing to the next and i just i really really enjoyed that and at one point he said i really like that we can talk this way after sex he said, typically, I can have these conversations with people before sex, but then after sex, it's like, especially because, you know, he is more of a casual sex guy. He's right. he's not poly. He doesn't have relationships with other people. Right. He said, typically, because that is the dynamic, women just want to get their pants on and get the fuck out. Sure. And he's like, I like this connection time. I want to be able to sit and actually get to know you. And I said, I feel the exact same way. So is there... Is there innocuous touching going on during this or what's what's very little i mean i think at one point i kind of leaned into his arm a little bit and he kind of like touched my shoulder it's not i mean it was not did not feel romantic in any way or anything like that and that's not what this is this is play it's a great connection and i really enjoy being around him but it's not a romantic thing and that was reinforced by the fact that we could lay there basically naked together without it being weird or without having to like touch or cuddle with each other or anything like that. Yeah, that's well, that's kind of the thing we we often talk about is when we have regular play partners, whether it's the, your play partners or if, or if it's Hannah, for example, or whoever, it's always that level of comfort afterwards that just makes things better like you know how many times have we been have we played with someone or even had a threesome and then just went and had dinner together yeah. all of us and or it's drinks. so not weird at all no not at all it's actually it's really comfortable actually in a, in a strange way i yeah. guess for most people certainly find it strange do you think that's because there is such vulnerability with being like naked and and sexual with someone that then going to dinner just seems like no big deal or what do you think it is yeah, there's definitely some of that. I think there's a level when you share something like that with someone, there is a bond that's created, you know, and I think that that's a big part of it. Like a lot of different things, if you competed in sports against somebody, particularly like a combat sports, you know, whether you're wrestling at high school wrestling or college or whatever, like I did, you know, you become friends with those people. And, and because, because you're you, rolling around sweaty with them. <laughs> well, you know, and yeah, and if, especially like in a, in a jujitsu class, you know, I mean, you train with the same guys for years and years and years. I did for like 12 years. You become friends. I mean, you're beating the shit out of each other, but there's a level of, you know, there's a bonding that is created because there's a mutual respect because you're kicking each other's ass. So there's a mutual respect between people who are, I don't, it's not necessarily intimacy, but it's certainly physical. Well, I think the fact that you just said that, explains perfectly why I love having a BDSM partner and why I think people who do not participate in the BDSM world maybe need to just like open your mind a tiny bit to that type of play because there's something very connecting about getting your ass beat by somebody and then being sexual with them afterwards. It's this idea of you can do both and and you can appreciate both from that other person and it makes you feel very close to them. Yeah, you've created a connectivity. There's a mutual respect because you're, you've gone through the same thing. And there's so much trust that's shown in that. Well, there has to be trust. You know, yeah. obviously BDSM is, it's a, it's a relationship between multiple people or two people particularly, but there's a bond of, you know, there's a trust that's, that's developed long before anything else. And without that, you, it's kind of, you know, it's lost. And then when you're able to do that, you can have a physical interaction with somebody, a sexual connection with somebody, and then get up and get dressed and go have dinner together with your significant other. That's a big deal. You yeah. know, that's, that's something that not a lot of people, I don't think have 
uh, the ability to uh, to experience, which is again kind of unfortunate. I think we talk to friends all the time that would never consider that. Yeah, happen we all the time. A lot of our friends are like, "You do that?" Like, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> we do. Well, it, I guess to me, it's it's pretty simple. Why wouldn't I have dinner and a drink with you if you just fucked the most important? person in my life like yeah why would i not do that like See, it would, that it'd be sentence, okay that sentence makes perfect sense to us and if you said it to somebody who can't wrap their head around it yeah, they like would the two be guys like, you were talking to at work the are other you day? even speaking english right now yeah it's like you, so i there's a part of me that has to think you're intimate with my most the, the, my significant other with my soulmate with the, mo- with the person most important to me you were just flogging her ass and licking her pussy and all of these things but i can't have a drink and dinner with you right to me that seems abstract almost like if i can't do those things i don't want you to be fucking her right you know yeah which is exactly why we've talked about you meeting dean i would really like for you guys to do that a because i do see this at least at this point, based on the first two interactions, I see this becoming a, a regular thing. Right. I really like spending time with him. And I think in addition to that, you and he would really get along. You, you have know, a lot in common. Apparently, we grew up 30 minutes apart from each other and look alike, which is so strange. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to talking to him about that. Uh, but yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've decided that if there's a partner, a play partner, or someone that we are seriously considering as a you know a dating we're going to we have to meet those people for various reasons a play partner we don't necessarily have to be 100% on board with maybe there's something about someone i don't necessarily like but you really like him and you're just fucking him that's totally yeah fine. you say that but i also think that you and i are so on the same page and have so much in common that i would be very surprised if you met someone that i really enjoyed being around and you were like eh, i don't like this person yeah no i don't think so either i think that that person would not have gotten as far as they did if there was something like that there would have been a you know there would have been some kind of red flag but uh, yeah i think we need to meet the people that were spending time with regardless of what that time looks like yes you know that's really all that matters at uh, least at this point this is that's what we've decided makes us feel more most comfortable yeah and what's and listen we've as i said earlier we have stopped trying to dictate anything happening uh intentionally it's just kind of going with the flow at this point because everything has just changed so much doesn't it feel good though to just like have zero plans and to yeah. just yeah. I feel like we're at a point right now where we're planning nothing. We're open to experiences. We're talking to people. And then whatever comes of that comes of that. Yeah, absolutely. And that's a really unique place to be. I feel like very few people, you think about even in the non-monogamous lifestyle, it's like you get on a site specifically to find people or you go to an event specifically to hook up with people or you, you know, yeah. versus just being open to whatever kind of falls in your lap. Well, that's just what's happening. I mean, that's what's happening with us now. Certainly, it always has been that way since we started in the relate in the lifestyle where we're you know we're open to different things, but far more at this point we are really open to to anything and not having any expectations or trying to force anything. It's just kind of whatever happens happens, and you know whatever direction our our lifestyle takes us, that's just the direction that we're gonna go. Yeah. You know, there's not a, we don't have a, no map for that necessarily at this point. It's going to be what it's going to be. And as of the last few weeks, for me particularly, I I cannot articulate with words how much it's changed for me. So it's, it's really very, very different. Yeah. I think this date thing is, is really interesting just because of how it's opened you up to communication. I mean, you're always very communicative with me, but now it's like, you're the one that's initiating all these conversations and you seem eager to tell me your thoughts and feelings on it. And that's really cool to see. There's a lot, there's so much going into this date. It's so crazy for me. Not the least of which is I'm actually going on a date, which is strange (laughs) for me to say, but yeah, there's a 
lot of very interesting components to this that I haven't even fully unraveled in my own head yet. There's a lot to it. And I'm, I'm super excited about it, which is also strange. And so I'm really eager to see where it ends up. Yeah, yeah. me too. On top of the myriad of other shit we have going on. Yeah. Lifestyle and otherwise. Yeah, but it just feels like our entire lives are changing right now. And yeah. I like that. Well, the, I only, the only constant in my life is you and our relationship. And aside from that, it's like we're just allowing everything else to just build around us. I think it's going to be really, I think it's for the best, certainly. But I really think it's for the best because of where our our personal lives are going next. You know, the, the traveling that we're going to do is going to open us up and really give us the opportunity to see and do different things and meet so many different people. This is really where we need to be. Our minds need to be wide open, which they are. I mean, 100%. When I say 100%, I mean 100%. My mind is wide open to any possibility. Yeah. Based on what I've experienced just in the last couple of weeks personally, there's no way that my mind could be closed to anything as it pertains to our lifestyle or sexuality. No way. Yeah, me too. And it feels really good. Yeah, I real and after you and I had that conversation about those two guys you work with, I was like, "Fuck, that sounds like a miserable time." Yeah, I mean, because what you're referring to is, like I said, toxic jealousy. This idea Crazy of jealousy. being so upset about your partner doing something like watching porn or looking at half naked women on Instagram. Just so innocuous. We're so far removed from that type of relationship that I literally cannot understand it. Well, so it's like, but it's even more than that, right? Because it's it's like, how did you get to the point where your significant other looking at girls in bikinis on Instagram became a problem? You've got much deeper issues. Like you're not communicating at all. You don't trust each other at all. You probably don't talk to each other. You're damn sure not intimate with each other. Like, at least how not consistently. Yeah, yeah. How far back does that have to go? And how deep does that have to get when that bullshit becomes a problem? You know, you're talking about somebody who can't look at their husband's or their significant other's Instagram. You set up my dating profiles <laughs> so uh, and you manage them most of the time yeah you know i was just at a at a gathering of pe- with people i went to this past weekend which we'll talk about at some point and one of the guys i was that was there with me is like hey this, i think i talked to your wife i think i communicated with her i'm like yeah yeah, you probably did she sets up all my dating profiles just <laughs> it's like people are just so blown even lifestyle people are blown away by that but vanilla people could never wrap their heads around something like that yeah you know so it's it's really i mean listen you talk about just liberating. That's what this is. It's so fucking liberating. Yeah, I feel really good right now. I Me just too. feel good. That's yeah, so the best stay way tuned. to describe it. Lots, lots to come. I'll, everybody will find out about my date, how that went. It's going to be so much to continue to talk about. Yeah. And what's really cool is we have been sharing these things real time with our Patreon members. We actually, they, for example, know our big announcement coming up yes, because they've seen pictures. We, we shared it on our bonus episode this last week. And then in our Telegram group, we shared photos of the big announcement. Yeah. So if you are curious and don't want to wait, patreon.com slash front porch swingers you're not only going to have access to that episode but another 60 plus bonus episodes of front porch swingers and what i love doing is really telling people real time what it is we have going on because especially as we get on the road it's gonna work we got some really fucking cool stuff coming up yeah and it's and it's constantly updating constantly we have constant changes to the schedule constant changes to the plan though we have we have a plan the best we can possibly plan constantly being up changed and, and improved and, and things added to that 
to the trip and just so much going on. Yeah, absolutely. So that's just one of the bonuses we offer to our Patreon community. We also, like we said, have our secret Telegram group, which is a chat group of, at this point, over a hundred people from different countries, from different lifestyle backgrounds, from different relationship dynamics, all getting together and sharing on basically a daily basis. So it's such a cool place to be. We also have our naughty Snapchat access and many more bonuses. So we hope you'll consider sponsoring the show. It will become increasingly important to us as we get on the road. So we really, really hope that you'll consider it if you love the content. And a very big thank you to our newest Patreon members this week who are KB, Taylor, Bree, Darren, Angela, Deb, and Sunny Bunny. Thank you guys so much for jumping on board with us. Yes, thank you. We have so many new people on telegram it's so much fun watching they're getting their expressions and and uh, of how things are going on there what people are talking about and all the pictures and it's just very cool yeah absolutely you want to know where else there's some really fucking sexy pictures oh i know exactly where they are where on, on OnlyFans because you are super naughty <gasps> we just i hit 150 subscribers this week which is huge never really thought i'd be there apparently some people like me showing off some naughty shit and yeah. i really like showing it it has been so fun for me it's just opened me up i'm thinking of all different creative things to put on there constantly you and i put content up there yes. together which is super, real naughty super hot so if you want to be a part of that fun, onlyfans.com slash front porch swingers. We hope to see you there. Also, guys, keep in mind, if you haven't checked out our other podcast, Sex on Your Terms, it is bumping right now. So many people reaching out about it. So many people subscribing to it on Apple Podcasts or Podbean or wherever they're listening. It's called Sex on Your Terms, and it is a completely different view of our relationship, our past relationships, our sex life, and everything in between. Yeah, it's really, it's an amazing project. I enjoy it so much. It's really where we share a lot of different information. Uh, it's just a place for us to talk about sexuality, all things sexuality. It's just a lot of fun. Absolutely. If you are looking for some FPS merch, you can head on over to fullswapshop.com slash front porch swingers. There are other amazing podcasters on there. They're also selling their merch. So it's a great way to support the content that is being created and also get yourself some really fun stuff. So we hope you'll check that out. And what else do we have? I think that's it. We have a lot. We have a lot of stuff coming up. You're definitely going to want to stay tuned, whether it's on FPS or Sex on Your Terms. There's a lot of information that we have, uh, we're have. we going to share. Lots of um, updates in our personal lives and just so much happening. Uh, 2021 is going to be a fucking ride. Yeah. Sure. When I say everything's changing, I mean everything is changing. Like everything. if you started listening to our show a year or two years ago, literally who we are now is so different. And I think that's so badass. I think that you guys coming along on that journey with us is very cathartic for us. I hope that it's beneficial to you as well, because I know that all of you are on your own personal journeys too. And I think that's such a beautiful thing. So yeah, it's going to uh, 2021 for us is going to be truly an, uh, just an experience for sure. And, yeah. a, and a, a, an expression of who we have really become. I can't, I can't wait. So stay tuned for the big announcement next week, along with so many other updates about what we've got going on. And as always, thank you so much for listening. Thanks, everybody. Don't forget to find us on altplayground.net. Alt Playground is an amazing open community for non-monogamous and sexually open people to connect, share, and create new adventures together. They have 20 years of experience as a regional open lifestyle website, but now they're rolling out nationally, and they're including so many amazing features, including the podcast corner, which we're very excited to be on. There are going to be videos from your favorite sex-positive folks, and also it's a great place to just connect with sexy, like-minded people. So we hope you'll come check us out at Alt Playground dot net today.